0: Get out your diaries because it's time to expose the untold truth behind social media management and running a business. Welcome to the Social Media Diaries. We're Carly and Kirsten, social media
1: strategists and six-figure agency owners.
0: We're not holding back as we share the lessons learned running a business, helping our clients find social media success and building winning strategies. Now let's dive into this week's episode.
1: Welcome back, everyone, to another episode of the Social Media Diaries. Kirsten and Carly here.
0: Hey, guys. Welcome back. We are so excited you're back for yet another episode. And this episode, like every other one, is going to be amazing. And today, it's going to be so value-packed. And honestly, I hope you leave this episode feeling, like, refreshed, motivated, positive, all the good vibes Super excited to dive into today's topic, which I will reveal in one second. But first, we're going to do a little icebreaker. Um, Kirsten, we have been traveling like crazy, so let's just give everyone a little update about what the heck we've been up to the past few weeks.
1: Oh, my goodness. So, I mean, the past few weeks, I feel like we've been going nonstop since the beginning of January, Literally. So we had a trip to D.C., which was amazing. Um, we saw lots of snow, maybe a little too much snow for us Florida girls. We came back for a week, and we were in Boston, which was also amazing. No snow, thankfully. <laughs> <laughs> and now we're getting ready to leave for Miami. Um, Orlando so
0: if- tomorrow. Oh,
1: Orlando. Wow. I'm like – I know. We it's, were in safety today. I kind of can't keep up with what we do. We're in St. we in
0: safety today.
1: Didn't we, have a Google Calendar,
0: we would be lost in life. My gosh, literally, it's been a whirlwind of a new year for us. It is 2024, and I feel like I'm already halfway through the year with just how much we have done. Busy was, is great, busy is February. amazing. Yeah, oh, yes, yeah, literally. And I I'm telling you when I say like, hopefully this summer is like calmer. We love traveling. And fun fact, when Kirsten and I uh, planned and started our business in the little tiny back room of a doctor's office, her dad's doctor's office, we were like, we're going to travel. We can't get to travel one day and like have clients everywhere. And like, it's crazy to see like the little girls that we were then with like this dream. And then like, here we are, you know, almost four years later, and we've been traveling for the past four years for clients. So love a full circle moment, but that's what we've been up to lately. Um, But we can go ahead and dive into today's episode, which is about comparison on social media, the game of self-comparison on social media. Social media is literally the, I feel like the number one place for self-comparison. And we are going to dive into all aspects of this. Good bad, the ugly, and then how do we get better at it? And we will share kind of how Kirsten and I have combat the self-comparison game on social media and hopefully you guys can take some tools from that and apply it to yourselves. So we're just going to dive right in. Um, I'm going to go ahead and just really quickly start off uh, for all of you who are listening and kind of just explain my weakness when it comes to self-comparison because maybe you'll relate to me a little bit. Obviously, social media can be a very toxic place, but it can also be a place for positive things to happen. But typically, it is a lot of self-comparison. Just because social media is that place where you show the best parts of your life and only the best parts of your life because that's what social media is, Kirsten and I joke in the sense where we're like, why would you film the bad parts? It's not like your phone and camera is ready right? to film when you're tired bloated. Yeah, And like, we don't want to ready. all
1: of that. I mean, we probably should, and we are trying better to. But <laughs> truly, like, everything you see on social media is a highlight re- reel. It's like yes. moments of someone's day that look beautiful and fun and exciting and positive, and you don't get to see all the things that are happening behind the scenes Which I think 2024, and we're starting to see it already, is the year that we kind of drop like the perfect facade on social media and we start to let people in and see things that are happening behind the scenes and kind of get to see the climb, not just like the peak of everything that's going on in your business, in your personal life. Because we work in social media, so we are very aware that not everything that you see online is true. Or even close to true. So I think making other people aware of it is incredibly important because it's really bad for your mental health and it's also not good for your business to be in this comparison game.
0: Yeah, and like literally who is going to have their camera or phone to film like who's ready to film these bad moments no one is so it's it's not like it's anyone's fault that this is what we do right like Kirsten and I are not gonna jump on our stories when like a client's upset or like when we get fired or no it's problem solving time (laughs) like when things go wrong
1: we kind of shift I feel like we say this a lot you kind of black out and just like fix the problem. Sometimes yeah. I don't even know how we fix the problem. We just got from point yeah. A to point B and it was better. And then you kind of
0: move on with your day. Exactly. So with me personally, I just struggle comparing kind of like levels of success to people who I look up to, which sounds absurd. Like what I'm telling, like when I say people I look up to, I mean people who are like 10 years older than me who have been doing this for so long they're like featured in Forbes they're like number one podcast like I'm like why like one it's because I set my standards high but two like that's not realistic and we're gonna kind of dive into like why social media is not realistic on the side of metrics and on the side of business and success of what people showcase like I have to catch myself and be like why am I comparing myself to someone who's been doing this for 10 years, 10 years more than me. And they're like, I mean, they're literally like number one, New York, number one bestseller. Like, I'm like, okay, maybe I need to like humble myself and like, (laughs) and not compare myself to someone at that level. But that's what I struggle with. But as I've gotten a little bit older, a little bit wiser, I've definitely learned tools to help me not do that, which we will share at the end for you guys all to take away from this episode. But One thing I want to talk about first and foremost is, well, one, the bad side that comes with comparison as a business owner. And so Kirsten and I, when we first started our business, we were like the OG social media agency. They didn't exist. We started our business. Like we made
1: our jobs up and we were convinced at the time. We were like, is this actually going to be a job? Like is this going to turn into anything? Is this going to be a lasting thing that we're able to do? And I also think it's really important to think about the fact that when you're starting something and there's not a ton of, I don't necessarily want to say competition, but there's not a lot of other people doing it because I am a very firm believer that there are a plethora of businesses out there that need help and we can only help so many of them. Like we can only be hands-on with a select few. So we're A, not here to tear down anyone else who does what we do but also you can't compare yourself to other people because when we started, there wasn't really a ton to make a comparison to like we were kind of a needle in a haystack of doing truly just social media management, whereas everyone else was more of like a marketing firm or a digital marketing firm. So I think in the beginning It was a little bit easier because, hey, no one else was working. We were deep in the throes of COVID. Like, people weren't even leaving their houses, and we were behind the scenes, like, throwing ourselves into a business and grinding it out and not making any money yet, but we very much were able to put ourselves in this bubble and start to grow, and then as the world opened back up and everybody else, like, came back into society the comparison game starts and you question why am I not growing like someone else is growing? Why am I not like, why, why does my content look different from theirs or why does their day look like they're going to get coffee and then go get a facial and then go to a workout class and maybe work for 20 minutes while we're here, like (laughs) shooting content, editing photos, editing videos, like
0: researching markets for clients And I I think that really threw us off. I want to hang on that thought for one second because that is, like, so, so important to clarify (laughs) for everyone listening. Um, Social media management is so much more than, like, having all the freedom in the world to do whatever you want whenever you want. Go to Pilates, get a smoothie, go to a coffee shop, put up some posts, go home, take a nap, watch Netflix. Um, That is not social media management and that's not being a social media agency owner. There are so many TikToks and like viral TikToks, viral reels going around and a lot of people there's so many viral tiktoks viral reels and a lot of people are engaging with these and like, sharing them i mean i'm telling you they have millions of views and it's like day in the life as a social media manager or day in the life as a social media agency owner and it's literally video clips of them like waking up going to pilates <laughs> answering maybe one or two emails and then like getting coffee going to trader joe's going home i'm like wait <laughs> What? like the highlight reel of my week. like That's a day in the life of an influencer. That's like a weekend. Yeah. That's a day in the life of an influencer. Now, if you're truly a social media agency owner, let me tell you, that's not reality. So a lot of people, like when I read through the comments, they're all like, I want this. I wish I can get there one day. Like if I can sign enough clients, I can live that lifestyle. So just like... Just take a step back for a moment and, like, come to reality. Like, that, that's not real life. It's not reality. It's not real life. That's not accurate. There's so much false information on social media. So, for one, to compare your success or your agency or how many clients you have, whatever, to someone making a very surface level, like, real or post is of uh, like in my opinion absurd. And that's what I have to tell myself. Like Carly, you're being absurd right now. You're going to base all of your work, all your success on this one post. And the thing that it also causes, it causes people when you start to compare yourself and get into that mindset, you are no it's it's a waste of energy. So you're like no longer motivated. Exactly. For me personally, I lose like all motivation because now I'm drained. Your thoughts take so much energy. And now if you're doing negative thoughts versus positive building up thoughts, you're going to be drained. So what like energy and motivation will you have left to pour into your business after you've spent all day looking at other people, comparing yourself and thinking about the things they have that you don't have yet? And I think it's so important that people are
1: actually aware of the fact that Like, life is not perfect. Owning a business is nowhere near perfect. Things go wrong all the time. It is, we say this, I feel like, every episode. It's not a sprint. It's a marathon. It's something that is constantly going. You reach one goal. You set another. And I think this kind of helps lead us into, like, setting goals with your social media, with your business, just in general, and comparing those goals to, the goals of other people around you. So as a social media agency and as business owners, we look to our peers to see what they're doing. The problem with that is the ins and outs of our businesses are probably really different. So if I see someone growing by a thousand followers a month and I'm only growing by a hundred, I look at that and I'm like, dang, what am I doing wrong? Like, what are we doing that isn't resonating? And I think something that we always bring ourselves back to is creating goals and setting realistic expectations that bring themselves back to like our past selves. Yeah. So obviously – Life is not linear. Not everything is just going to be positive. Like there are ups and downs. Things go right. Things go wrong. But I think something that we have very much learned to do, and we do this with our clients, especially when we start out with them, is setting a realistic expectation for growth and for exposure. And I guess how we would gauge their success should be gauged on on them. So like in your business goals. Yeah. So like if I set a goal – to gain 150 followers in a month I can't be up at the end of the month if I reached my goal but if somebody else did something different like if Absolutely. they if they did double what you did and I think bringing yourself back into the mindset of it's kind of like putting blinders on you have to go into social media with like a little bit of a focus and tell yourself that you're in it for you and you're in it to like bring value and get value, but like your value is not gauged on someone else's success. And just because someone else is successful doesn't mean that you aren't or you can't be everyone's success path looks so different.
0: Oh, that's so good. I definitely think you touched on two things that were like so important. The first thing is like how you said, everybody's goals are different. So also your businesses are completely different. Even if you're in the same industry, And a lot of the time we get clients that sometimes will even text us like comparing themselves to another business. Like why why aren't we doing what they're doing or why do they have this and we have that? And it's like first of all, they might be a brick and mortar but they have like a huge – let's say they sell stuff online and they don't. Like our client doesn't. So it's kind of like well, it makes sense why that blew up because you can buy it online. So people were sharing it like crazy versus you. Like you know what I mean? Like there's so many reasons why – a lot of our brick and mortar clients do always be like, we want 100K followers or whatever. And we're kind of like, can you ask yourself why? So, when, like, truly, like, what will that do for your business? What does that do for you? Does it benefit you? Does it benefit the business? Does it benefit your sales? You have to ask yourself, like, what does that accomplish for me? Is it just for vanity? Is it just to say, ooh, look at me? Which, that's fine. That can – I mean, there's nothing wrong with that. You know, and but... if that's your
1: goal, we'll set it and we'll help you hit it. But
0: Absolutely. But
1: the expectation has to be that there's a reasoning behind it. There yeah. has to be a
0: purpose. Like I can't sit around and compare my agency to a blogger who shares Amazon links every day, all day. She's blowing up. Like this girl has gained like 100,000 followers in a year because she just shares these links, these Amazon finds that literally she finds the diamond in the haystack and needle in the haystack. That wasn't even the right thing.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I I thought you were going with a different analogy and I was like, "Mm, I don't know if that fits. But And then you
0: finished it off and I was like, i know what you meant y'all totally everybody y'all know what i mean you know what i mean that's how i talk i if the longer the more you get to know me the more you realize i like combine you know sayings all the time and we've (laughs) decoded it like we know (laughs) i didn't
1: even have to ask like i knew what it meant
0: we'll have like a carly dictionary at the end of this but anyways so essentially like if i'm going to compare myself to this blogger one that's doesn't even make sense, we're not even like in the same wheelhouse of what we offer, what we talk about, what we share in social media. So, like, absolutely love that we are talking about goals here. So, next time you're comparing yourself to someone in your industry or who posts similar content than you, remind yourself, I don't know what their business goals are, our goals can be totally different. And guess what? Kirsten and I, when we shifted our goals, we had like the same goals for two years, finally, we shifted them last summer. And then boom, we gained like 35,000 followers. And that's because our goals changed. And we did we change the goals to gain followers? No, but that was a natural reaction to us changing our business goals. So that's a really good point. And the other side of thing is how you said, Kirsten, that someone else's success doesn't mean that you aren't successful. So when you are comparing someone else's success to your own their success is not your failures and we often we often think that oh because so and so accomplished this then i failed like there is absolutely no space that thought it just shouldn't even exist and we all do it we're all guilty of it and that type of thought is very detrimental like I said to how you look at your business how you're going to grow it from moving forward how how motivated you feel to work for yourself and build your empire if I'm constantly thinking that so-and-so success is my failure I'm gonna wake up every day not motivated to build my business not motivated to be the best that I can be for my clients So that one in itself, we got to kill that thought. We got to get rid of that because it's not true. I I also think it's important in my brain.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I also do think it's really important that, I guess this is kind of just for like people who work in our industry or business owners in general. Like, you, we're not here to like tear down other people who do what we do. Like, I think there's so many talented people out there. There There's so many people who do an amazing job and have built these wonderful businesses. And instead of getting like upset that somebody did something or achieved something that maybe you wanted, you kind of have to look back and say like, did I take the steps to achieve that goal? How do I get there if that's what I want? But also like, I think we have become very firm believers in the fact that what's meant for us will come to us. Um, you kind of just have to let go. Sometimes you kind of just have to be willing to like, let something go in order for something bigger and better to come around. And it happens. It happens when you least expect it. I think we look at this with like the people we work with, we have, I mean, like we talk about this all the time. We have so many incredible clients and we truly enjoy who we get to work with, who we get to spend our time with. Like the people that we get to surround ourselves with, not like been willing to kind of take risks with things or be willing to let other opportunities go to like leave a space open for something that was a better fit for us we wouldn't be where we are.
0: Oh, absolutely. Like um, trusting the process. That is so well said. Um one thought that I I really wanted to also make sure I touched on um that I heard from a podcast actually that from Christine Kane, um incredible podcast Life and Leadership podcast, and there was one thing she said on an episode that I was like, wow, this is so good, so I have to repeat it. And she said, You know, where does the root of comparison come from? And she's like, Most people believe that it comes from insecurity and that it means you are an insecure person. And she's like, oh, Absolutely does not mean that you are an insecure person just because you're guilty of comparing yourself to other people and trying to make their successes your failure. That does not mean that you as an individual is just straight up insecure. She's like, Even the most confident people can compare themselves. But it's because your identity is rooted in, you know, whatever that is that's making you jealous about that person. So, like, let's say, for example, if my identity is rooted in money or fame or fashion or whatever it is, um, then, you know, that's where those feelings come up of when I see somebody else, you know, having what I've rooted my identity in that's what sparks those feelings of, you know, jealousy and envy and insecurity and all those things. So I have to remind myself as a business owner and this is just me personally and speaking from myself. I have to remind myself just cuz I am a woman of faith, so I'm like you are more than, you know, how much money you make and the car you drive and you know all these things. So when I'm looking at someone else and their business and their success and the car they drive and all the clients they have and all the lavish vacations they get to take because clearly their business is just taking off. I have to remind myself, well, my identity is not that. So that for me is my mechanism for like pulling myself back and like back into reality. Um, So it doesn't affect my feelings and my thoughts of, of negativity. That way I can still stay positive and do what God has made me to do. And I honestly think, that we are all guilty of admitting, like we all tell ourselves, well, then I'm just insecure. or I must be insecure in this area because I'm feeling like, especially with females, a lot lot of the time it's even like, oh, she looks like that. Well, like, and then you get jealous or whatever. And it's like, well, I must be insecure as a female. Absolutely not. It does not mean you're insecure as a person. It just means that your identity is in that thing, whatever that thing is. So I think we have to step back and remove ourselves from that identity And just remind ourselves, one, we need to be kind to ourselves and remind yourself you're doing great. You're doing all that you can do and that your journey is not the same as theirs. Your timeline is a different timeline than theirs. And that you're doing incredible incredible for what you can do in the moment. And then the other side of things is, you know what? Good for her. And I think there's not enough. I don't know why I said her. It could be him. <laughs> either or. Good but for anyone. For, we're proud of good you. Good for anybody. <laughs> there's not enough support either on that side of comparison, that comparison game on social media. We often draw back and we like creep and we watch and we stare at other people but we don't ever like support them, even though we're like quietly jealous, which I hate that. So the next step is like, hey, get out of your comfort zone and support that person no matter how bad it hurts. Right. Like and even. Yeah, because yeah,
1: Instagram story views,
0: we can see them. We show they show everything. We sure can. <laughs> so they see who's watching and you see who's watching you. And honestly, you wouldn't even imagine what it would do for yourself if you step out of your comfort zone and then you even like applaud that person that you are like comparing yourself to like like amazing what you've built is amazing congratulations and then not only do you just feel better inside because you realize you've let go of that jealousy ish that jealousy feeling but also one that person can just support you in return which is always incredible to make really positive connections in this space of social media. I've also made so many friends and connections in my personal life because of it. Like um, how many people have we
1: met through millennial that we work alongside of that? I mean, some people I guess could look at as competitors, but we so have many. been able to create really nice, like yes, business relationships, friendships, like yeah. We like reach out to each other and ask questions or if we ever have a project we can't take on or vice versa, like we give them to each other. There's yes. such a wonderful thing about like
0: networking with your peers that oh, I think is absolutely. just not – people aren't doing it enough. Exactly. I love that you said that because I'm like, wow, I think every relationship that you and I have built has all been via Instagram and it's usually the people. In our that... business
1: life, not in our personal lives. Yeah, we're in our business people. life. Well,
0: I Technically, I have two BFFs that were from Instagram, but still, it has done wonders in those relationships. Also, one, you never know what can happen in the future because of that relationship and that connection. But also, one thing I did just want to mention here, too, is as soon as You kind of shut down that wall of comparison. Like, as soon as you're you kind of get out of that headspace of comparing yourself to either someone's metrics or someone's your business to someone else's business, um, amazing things can happen for you and your brand when you're focused on yourself. So, Kirsten and I, we always say, like, listen, your greatest competitor should be yourself and not someone else is doing what you do. So we, we put blinders on, we stay so focused on what are our goals? What are we trying to accomplish? And how are we going to do that? And we stay in that zone. Obviously, as social media managers, it's hard because we're scrolling on social media all day long, trying to find ideas for our clients, and like trend search and all those things. So it's hard to not see other things that You know, social media managers are doing and not compare ourselves, but we have to remind ourselves and come back to that reminder of okay, what are our business goals? Stay focused, stay focused. And Kirsten, like, correct me if I'm wrong, when we started to veer off the path and chase vanity metrics based off of comparison, based off of me personally, I was basing our success now off of how fast agencies were growing that we were like we used to look up to them like we used to be like oh my gosh like look at them they're killing it but then we were at the same follower count as them and so I'm like okay but now we gotta like go past that because first of all your goals once you hit them you're already like tired of them and ready for the next one and I'm you have to compare- be you have to yeah, have that always- drive that's something we
1: talk about all the time is once you hit a goal you have to hit another and we did that like we would it was literally other people who do what we do and we were like oh my gosh like how do we how do we grow to that how do we expand to that how do we like elevate what we're doing and when we decided to not make comparisons and we stepped aside and we were like okay what do we want to post about and like what do other people need to know whether it be on the like the b side or the b to c side and once we started doing that it just organically happened on its own and it consistently
0: happened and when we were too busy doing the comparison game and trying to chase the vanity metrics and go viral because we were trying to copy these other ideas and other strategies that weren't ours one our followers could probably feel it because our engagement dropped big time your followers can absolutely feel it if it's not genuine and if it's not authentic to your brand so comparison can bring a lot of disingenuous content and strategies your audience can feel okay this is not them like what is this like this is clickbait or oh my god this is so forced this is so overdone you know your audience can feel that that you're not here to serve them you're here trying to chase whatever vanity metric or you know if you're trying to be like someone else and I think that's also huge for influencers and creators they're often copying each other and you know we even have that Kirsten and I have people who literally word for word copy every word from a reel or a post and it's like I've Which never is,
1: seen I, Imitation is the best form of flattery I feel like my dad told me that at a young age however you see it in the comparison when the original piece of content gets hundreds of thousands of views and the remake gets a thousand
0: not even literally so it's like one people know even if they don't actually know you copied someone they can feel that it's not authentic to you and that is so important and so that's another downside that comes to that comparison game on social media is it affects your content and it affects your mindset when you're creating your content and you slowly start to steer away from who you are and who your brand is and who your business is we have a lot of clients who like once we've done one-on-ones with and coaching calls with that constantly are like, well, I want to be like this brand or that brand and do this and like text us ideas. And it's like, yeah, we can do that, but let's like customize it to you and like your brand. Like how can we do that differently? But with you know, that showcases who you are and we try to make our clients do that. We push their boundaries all the time. They probably hate us sometimes for it, but it's, it's so important because listen, like we have a lot of hair salon clients and it's kind of like, there are lots of trends in the hair salon industry. And yes, that might be a really great idea. Us as an agency, just always striving to push our clients to stay authentic to their brand. And whether it's a trend in their industry that they want to recreate, it's still important to still somehow stick to your to your brand. Yeah.
1: So I think what we want to leave everyone with today is a couple of things that we do in our business to kind of keep ourselves focused on us, our growth and our goals versus everyone else's. So Mm -hmm. the first one is set goals based on your own success. So if I decide that I want to grow by a certain number of followers, that's what I'm going to do. And once I reach that goal, I'm going to set a new goal and I'm not going to be worried about what, everyone else is doing. I'm not going to be focused on what didn't work for me. I'm going to be focused on, okay, if it didn't work, what am I going to do differently next time? How am I going to pivot? How am I going to make this better? I think that always going back to the beginning as well and kind of sitting with it and realizing how far you've come and actually giving yourself some credit is a really important part of this because I think we didn't think we would be where we are All four years in now. I mean, in the beginning, we questioned if we would even be a business after like the first year. You just never know what's going to happen. And I think we figured out some things that were crucial for us to kind of streamline what we do. We stick to a process, we have it. So, my big takeaway from this is set goals based on what you are capable of and actually let yourself enjoy the ride of reaching those goals.
0: Before you kind of throw yourself into something else. I love that. And just to kind of top it off with my kind of recommendation to you all is just to remind yourself that you don't want to be like that other person because you're unique as your own person and your brand is unique in its own way. And so is that other person you're comparing yourself to, or you might be comparing yourself to. I think it's important to just remember that you different to bring to the table than anyone else in your industry we all do we all have something unique Um, I can tell you right now Kirsten and I and millennial has something so unique that I know almost no other agency can do or like offers and I'm really proud of that and I and it's highlighting that and then it's advertising that and promoting that and what makes you unique unique and what makes you different so the next time you find yourself kind of in that hole of comparison um, to people in your industry or whatever it is, is to remind yourself of what makes you unique and then apply that to your strategy and focus on that and only that. And I would, I promise you, you will find so much more success in that than sitting around comparing yourself and like trying to do what other people are doing to hit the same goals as them. I promise you that. But I just want to thank everybody for tuning in to yet another incredible episode with you guys. We absolutely love this time to sit down and, and just chat with you guys one on one and let you guys kind of dive into our minds a little bit. Kirsten and I, we're, I think we're sick of just talking to each other. So it's awesome that there's other people listening to us. And I really just hope it's just valuable and that it brings value to your day and that you're able to apply it. I, there are so many people out there that are where we were when we first started our business. and. I just hope that, you know, in some sh- some way, shape or form that we are impacting you in a positive way. So we thank you guys so much for tuning in and stay tuned for next week's episode.